want to stay connected with your community without sacrificing your time and energy? In this episode, the amazing May K. Sang walks us through her super fun idea called Cup of Ketchups, a monthly way to connect with her email subscribers on a more personal level with no hidden agenda or sales motive. Y'all, this is seriously brilliant. Welcome to Big Fun Content, the show that helps you stand out from everyone else in your industry by building a brand you love and creating content that's impossible to ignore. I'm your host, Deanna Seymour, a graphic designer who creates high-energy visuals and short-form videos for some of the sassiest, boldest, most rebellious online businesses out there. Are you ready to up the fun in your content? Let's get started. (laughs) Hey, May Kay, how's it going? Hey, Deanna. Yeah, this is a very, very sunny day, so I'm trying my best not to melt in this interview. But thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I know your lighting is so beautiful from the side. You're like side lit. I love it. (laughs) The photographer in me is like, here we go. Um, Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited about this conversation because I feel like as I'm having conversations with people and saying you can make less content... I also want to talk about ideas for how you can still connect with humans, and maybe it's not through always posting content. So I wanted to have you on today to talk about some of the ways that you do that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and the ways that you're connecting with people. I was going to say IRL, but it's like usually on Zoom, but that's pretty much IRL, (laughs) right? Yeah, once in a blue moon is an IRL. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In okay. in somewhat life. What what would I what's Zoom? Is Zoom IRL what would Zoom be? It's not IRL. Um, it's like it's virtually it simulates IRL, but it's not actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Little side note. Yeah, but thanks so much again. So tell uh, us more about yeah. all the things you do. Yes, of course. I am the Sustainable Visibility Mentor and a podcast guesting strategist, host of the Quiet Rebels podcast. And essentially what I do in a nutshell is I help very integrity-driven entrepreneurs just to really show up in a way that feels safe, but still has a significant impact on those they serve. And it's pretty much about finding that sweet spot with what works for you and what still helps your business. And I love what you're saying here about less content (laughs) because um yeah there's so much out there and it's kind of like do I want to contribute to that noise or do I only want to show up in a way that feels consistent but not in a way that most people think of consistency because often when people say be consistent it's often in the lens of frequency like how often you're showing up but then I'm really much more about having conversations about consistency with your intentions so every time you do show up no matter how long it's been that is what stays the same. And I just, I'm totally like advocating for that type of consistency. (laughs) Well, I love that consistency with your intention so that that stays like now I'm picturing it like a graph, like a little up and down. So even (laughs) if your posting consistency goes up and down, that line in the middle is still like your, well, I guess it would be up because you're stoked about it. So it's like consistently you're happy about showing up because you're not Mm -hmm. making yourself do it when you don't want to. Exactly. Okay. So let's talk about your cool idea called Cup of Ketchups, which as soon as I joined your email list, I mean, I feel like I was almost like, is this too soon? Can I do this? Like (laughs) I had joined your email list and then I feel like I got that email and I was like, I mean, I got, you sent it to me. If there's still a spot, I'm going to snag one. So (laughs) tell everybody what Cup of Ketchups is and why it's so cool. Or yes. I will expound on why it's so cool, but you can also say why it's cool. Yeah, We're here to like, talk about how cool it is. I was going to say, am I allowed to call it cool? <laughs> like, Or is that a thing that only yeah, other people definitely. can say? <laughs> yeah. Own it, girl. It's cool. 
Yeah, so cup of ketchups, if we zoom out for a little bit, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, basically, I've always wanted to stay quite connected with my community, but without overbooking my calendar with free calls all the time. Um, But I also didn't want to be the type of leader in business that was so big or something that I didn't take the time to connect with the people who helped make my growth happen. So how I decided to do it in a way that would really honor my boundaries is that I set aside just one hour a month and I split that into three 20 minute calls and um, I just like put it available on my calendar. I send out an invite at complete random to my email list every single month. And I've been doing this for three and a half years now. And I've spoken to over a hundred of my community members like properly in person. And there's no like secret agenda. There's no like sales pitch at the end. There's no secret market research interview. It's not a unsolicited brain picking session. I make it very clear in my invitation email that it's purely just to connect. And so half of the conversations I've had have been like very business orientated and I'm here for that too and then on the other side people would tell me about their pets their plants and what kind of lullaby they like singing around Halloween there are so many things that we can cover and it's just very much about putting a face to the name and just like turning a somewhat 2D parasocial relationship into a a 3D relationship where I get to see more um, aspects of their humanity because I love doing business with people who I genuinely like as humans as well. (laughs) So I've been doing that for three and a half years and I recently released the $9 workshop on like how to set it up in your own business in a way that works for you. But I just really love doing that because I stay connected, but I still honor my boundaries. And it's just, again, it's finding that sweet spot. Yes. So a couple things while you're talking, I'm like, obviously I love it. That's why you're on here today to talk about it. So yeah, I joined your email list. Then I guess I was lucky because pretty soon after I joined, you sent out one of the emails and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. Like, I want to chat with her. I want to talk. And honestly, like working by myself all day in my office, I was like, yeah, I just want to talk about maybe business because we all like really love our businesses. So it comes up naturally, but also just no pressure to just like, it's not a sales call. Like you said, it's no agenda from you. Like, I'm not going to have to awkwardly say like, let me think about it. There was no promotion (laughs) on your end. There was no, like, we can just connect as humans. Mm -hmm. And I think what's interesting is that sometimes people, and I know this is not what you do, obviously, but like people talk about scaling and you have to charge more. It just feels like you are supposed to automate yourself out of your business to be successful in this world sometimes. So I love that you're like, no, I want to do this. I want to spend the time meeting the people who helped me build this business, like who are on my list, who are showing up to read my emails. I just, I don't know. It's like so refreshing to me to feel like somebody is doing that and not feeling like, guilty I just feel like there's people who would tell you that's wrong so I love that you're doing it like the rebel in me is like good job because don't you think some people would be like what are you doing why are you doing that or like it's a quote-unquote waste of your time or so don't you think some people would have the but they're not our people but do you know what I mean don't you think some people would think this was like a thing not to do because you're Mm -hmm. building a business and scaling and you're supposed to not care about the people <laughs> like you're supposed to be a capitalist <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> oh yes I, I, I right I, I mean I, I totally understand where you're coming from because yeah because there is no agenda technically it may not be under the column of a, it being a revenue generating activity right and I get that but I, I do want to say on the back end 
a lot of the people who I've talked to, they just so happen to become clients later on down the line. And I think it's because like, I didn't go in with that, you know, again, that that agenda, like right from the get go. And so they got to relax, they got to meet me to see if they even like me, because a lot of my offers require listening to this voice. So if you don't like this voice, then, you know, don't buy, <laughs> you know, don't buy my workshops or work with me one one, because you're going to have to listen to this voice. But like you said, the rebel in you, like my podcast is called The Quiet Rebels. And it's very much about doing things differently, just to see what else could work right and I'm not denying that Mm -hmm. the mainstream culture in our online business world I'm not saying that those strategies don't work I'm sure they do to a subset of people and I'm just one of those people who's curious to see what else could be done how could it be done differently and I'm trying to do the math in my head but I I don't think I can do it accurately but um we have 24 hours in a day and we have approximately like 30 days in a month and like that's a lot of hours and I can't even do the math right now because pressure and I haven't been in school for a very long time <laughs> but anyway it's a lot of <laughs> hours either. right it's hundreds of hours that we have available in a given month and if we just like contrast that and just set aside one hour percentage wise is a very small amount in general actually let me okay let me just do <laughs> let me just do um the math, yeah, do let, me the math. Out, let me just whip out my calculator so I'm not going to make a fool of myself getting it very wrong. Yeah, okay. Oh, it was actually right in my head. It was 720 hours. So it's 720 hours. So 0.14% of your time in a given month that I set aside to do these cup of catch-up. So in the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot of time. But I can see why people can get afraid of doing this because they don't know where it could lead or maybe they feel like they would be taken advantage of which is a very legitimate worry because um I've had to change things up along the way and add more boundaries in just like as I've gone because it's been probably just one person out of the hundred plus people I've spoken with who has taken it a bit too far and like took advantage right but uh, when I just reaffirmed the boundaries and I learned my lesson because you don't know what you don't know ever since I started communicating mm-hmm. that like people have they're honestly they are so respectful and I think it's just a testament of the reflection of the kind of community you build when you see how they treat you and when they see boundaries I find that my community in general whether they're clients or not when they see me assert my boundaries they're like yes I like that (laughs) and so it's almost like I get celebrated for putting my boundaries in place because it gives them permission like I'm not giving them permission but when they see it being done they get to reassess how they're doing it in their businesses too so you can absolutely make this work making sure that the boundaries are clear and um, I think the reason why it works as well and the fastest it's ever gone um, booking wise has been three minutes when I send out the invite email like all three slots are booked in three minutes they typically get booked in the first hour it's sent but to keep everybody on their toes and also just honoring how my capacity shifts every single month. I send out that email at complete random. So it's not on the same Tuesday at two o'clock. And I know that my community is global. So I do change up the times every single month just to honor those in different time zones. So yeah, it's, there's a consistency, but there's a bit of curiosity as to when it's coming. So I'm so glad that you did manage to book um, a cup of ketchups uh, quite soon after you joined my list. But so Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was so lucky. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break. But then when we come back, I want to talk about more in depth, a little bit about how you do those boundaries and also what you think this has done for your business. Okay. We'll be right back. 
Did you know I have a community opening up next month? Yeah, it's called Content Playhouse and doors open on October 1st, but you can sneak in early on September 11th for an all-day co-working extravaganza. Okay, maybe it's not an extravaganza, but it is all day from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern, and it's totally free. The idea is that you can plan out your content for all of Q3 in one day. Wouldn't that feel amazing? And you can get to work making it too. So if you want to come hang, head over to contentplayhouse.com to learn more and sign up. See you there. Okay, cool. Let's talk more about how you enforce these boundaries, but still remain so kind, because we actually talked about this before we hit record, and I was saying I struggle with boundaries because some people in my life have strict boundaries, and sometimes I'm curious, like, I don't know if it's a boundary or if it's just a rule or someone's not being flexible. Like, I'm a little hazy still on boundaries. I'm like, ah, they seem scary. They have boundaries, but that's because also I'm still working. I was going to say I'm bad at boundaries, but I'm working on being better at boundaries as someone who struggles with boundaries. So I want to talk about like how you honor your boundaries, but still show up in a way that's like kind for the people. Hmm. Okay. First of all, I've been in your shoes and I I still get into these shoes. Sometimes it depends on who it is and what they bring up in you that makes it challenging or easy to, you know, put your boundaries in place. But I do want to give a hat tip to one of my previous mentors who taught me this really important acronym. Um, It's called WIFT and that's with two I's. So W-I-I-F-T. And he would always tell me this um, right from the get-go. And he'd always say, when you're talking with people, always remember WIFT, which stands for what's in it for them. Right? And that has like been drummed into my psyche for seven years now. <laughs> so, and so basically, whenever I'm sharing boundaries, I'm always sharing why that boundary matters. And it's not always self-serving. It's actually very mutually serving. So for example, in my cup of ketchup's email, if I say that it's not, there's no like secret agenda of, of a sales call, there's no secret market research interview that like like you said right can make people feel awkward like oh let me think about it but I let them know like look this is just to catch up and it's so that we get to connect as humans so they get to see the benefit and I also get my boundary met so I'm always like positioning my boundaries in a way like how it makes sense and how it's actually a good thing for them right so my go-to's my go-to's with regards to um what's beneficial for them is that they get my utter focus. They get my absolute presence. I respect their time because it's not just like, oh yes, come meet me as if I'm on this huge pedestal or something. It's like, no, I'm just another human like you. And I appreciate that both of us are busy. So let's really make the most of it, you know? So I find that when I communicate my boundaries in a way that I share why it also helps them. They're much more on board. And also I find my community really appreciates when I set these boundaries because they start doing it more in their businesses as well, or they revisit their own boundaries and how they've let some of them kind of go a little bit awry or which ones they would like to uphold a bit more stronger in the future. So I find it's a very collaborative sort of approach. And I find that most of my community has, I'd say about 99.9999% of my community has always been respectful of those boundaries when I put in the whiff, the what's in it for them part. Yeah. Well, as you're talking too, I'm thinking, and we mentioned this right before the break, like you do it at different times for different time zones and all that stuff, but you're still picking times that work for you. And that's an easy way to also have that boundary and be like, if this time doesn't work for you, like 
keep keep checking back. Like maybe there will be a time that works for you. So you don't have people saying like, well, that doesn't work. Can we just like do it on this day? Like you very clearly set up like this is how I do it, but also it'll switch a little bit. So like keep your eyes peeled. Not once was I like, I'm going to click on this link. And if it doesn't work for me, I'm going to email her back and say, <laughs> actually, I like doing a call on Tuesday. Can you switch this to this time at this time? Like it was very clear. This is the thing, but you'll have like more opportunities. So that's like what's in it. What's in it for them kind of a thing, right? Yes, exactly. And I have some people trying to cheat the system. <laughs> They've always been like um, a, a very, very small handful. They would tell me like, oh, but like, this is genuinely true. I, I have the screenshots to prove it. When they tell me that like, I've been waiting for like five, six months or something to book a call. And I think there's a natural kind of like supply and demand sort of, sort of situation going on because there is actual social proof that people want this. If, like This is completely free, by the way, in case that wasn't clear. And yeah, because they see new people, like, you know, in the screenshots, every single invitation, they know that it's an ongoing thing. I've been doing it for three and a half years now. And some people, they have tried to like, ask me ahead of time like oh when's the next one can I book it and I'll say oh thank you so much for expressing your interest I just I do want to let you know that I do not release you know further ahead than one month and that's just to keep it fair for everybody so as you can see I'm reaffirming the boundary but just like sharing how it's fair for everybody like that wouldn't be fair to that person if I made exceptions for another so again mm -hmm. it's it's always mm -hmm. a continuous dance because some people may be genuinely quite unhappy about that but I find that if they are very unhappy I never said that people cannot email me their own link to catch up if they wanted to I never said yeah. that so yeah. um if I felt uh -huh. that someone was really upset and would genuinely want to talk to me I'd be like you can send me yours you don't have to wait for mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's a good point. Um, I'm thinking too, I'm curious, does that email have a great open rate? I'm curious. Um, yes, yes, it does. It <laughs> has, I, I think, at least half of my list. Um, it, it, it varies mm -hmm. um, different months, of course, because again, there's no set time yeah. when this email goes out. So I'd say about a third, mm -hmm. if not 50% of my list opens that email. And it's like the highest click-through yeah, rate sure. of most of my emails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, it's like is the it coming? And, okay. So you said that there was no hidden agenda, but it turns out a lot of people do end up working with you after this call. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have some ideas about why I think that's true because I've met you and you're amazing. But like, oh. what do you think it is about it? Because I know you're not, and everybody I can say for real, because I've been to a cup of ketchup it, as a person and there was no like secret agenda at all. I can tell from the other side of the screen. So why do you think that ends up happening? I think many people are so used to people wanting to talk to them because they want something from them, right? I mean, think of, mm -hmm. I'm sure all of us have received at least one cold DM or like, by the way, I do teach cold pitching for podcast guesting in general, but like quick side story. Mm -hmm. I ran into someone at a conference that I just went to literally two days ago. And one of the people I met was someone I pitched to be on their podcast. They said yes, by the way, four years ago. And he was like, oh my gosh, I remember you. I still use your email as a reference of the most authentic outreach ever. And I was like, wow, that was four years mm -hmm. ago. <laughs> so I'm just saying cold pitching can be very valuable and very, um, you know, values driven, all that stuff. But that's a side note. Um, but many cold interactions whether it's through a dm or an email or something like that often there is a hidden agenda and because i think 
my community knows I'm very upfront about things. So if I'm doing a, f- a free q and I'll be like, by the way, at the end, there will be a moment where I talk about how you can work with me. It's up to you if you want to stay for that. And I think it's because there's that I take the sting out of that anxiety that people can have. Like, oh, am I anticipating this secret pitch that they've guided me so perfectly and seamlessly through all their stories and all their content? Um yeah, I think because I'm just like, yeah, look, and I am going to It's a coincidence. You. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I think <laughs> and then they end up like, oh, I, that, isn't that weird how that worked out? And now it leads right into this pitch that you didn't see coming. I always, yeah, oh, definitely. that stuff like cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And I think we've, like so many of us have experienced that and it used to work so well in the past, but now that we've become a lot more smarter and, you know, we, our BS meters are a bit more finely tuned, we know when something's coming. And I think because I set expectations up front um, in the email and even at the top of the call, I'd be like, hey, this is what we're doing. Like we have about 20 minutes together. I'd love to know what brought you to a couple of catch ups. Is there anything I can help you with? And I'm always conscious of the time. Sometimes I'm the person on the other end, they time keep and I'm like, Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) You didn't have to, but okay. (laughs) But the point is that because there are expectations set up a front, they know, again, what they're going in for. And so there's no kind of like unknown walking in the dark kind of feeling. And I think because of that, Mm -hmm. um, people just seem to want to stick around and um, curious to see what else I'm up to. So (laughs) yeah, no, I'm super grateful. You just use the word expectations, Mm. which I think is a cousin word, a sister word to boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. I've heard boundaries described a little bit as expectations. To me, the word expectations feels less scary or like Mm -hmm. firm or whatever mean as boundaries. So I like, and you are really good. Um, I'm also in your co-working cove, which is a different, a different offer too. If you guys don't follow her, like get on it. There's lots of fun, (laughs) creative things happening in May Kay's world. So you need to get on it. But even in your co-working, you're like, here's how it goes. Here's what's going to happen. Like we're going to do for this long. You're going to hear this sound. Like you are a great facilitator of things like that. Even if it is just a one-on-one, the cup, the cup of ketchup, like you just very clearly and calmly, like say, this is how it's going to go. Let me know if you have any questions, like let's do the thing. And I think it makes a really safe space for people to show up and know the boundaries. I mean, I have a three-year-old and a seven-year-old, so the three-year-old is constantly checking the boundaries. And I just feel like the way you set it up, he would be like, okay, I know exactly what <laughs> Mayke wants me to do. I don't need to like, she already told me what we're going to do and how it's going to work, but not in a way that's like stifling, just in a way that's like fair. You know what I mean? Diplomatic, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> that <word again. laughs> yeah. So anyways, I don't know. I think I just rambled and like told you how great you are, but it's true. (laughs) I'm so happy that you came on here today to talk about all this. You are amazing. Do you have any last thoughts about your cup of ketchup that you want to say that maybe I didn't like touch on? Uh, Not in particular. It's just an invitation for those of you who are listening right now, because we're all about big fun content on this podcast, right? And yeah, this is one of those small things. Again, 0.14% of your time in a month. Set aside an hour and like split it into however many calls you want and like just see what's there. Because I promise you that you will be surprised as to who is booking these calls and 
maybe how long they've been following you because I always think about um, the iceberg theory that you only see about 20% of the iceberg on top of the surface and then there's 80% below. I believe that community and audience is pretty much the same. Sometimes you can't see it in the numbers, but you have no idea who's listening to you, who's really been inspired by you. And if they just had the chance to tell you, it would give you probably the confirmation you need every now and then that what you're doing is absolutely amazing and it's really helping them and I think it's putting a face to the name it's um I don't know there's something really powerful about that it's the closest thing you'll have to having an in real life interaction I guess beyond like um commenting on a post Mm -hmm. or something and I think it's just been an incredible way to connect with my community and a lot of people have um they've like oh I might want to steal this idea I'm like go for it my only request is not to use the same name but (laughs) um and of course I do have that workshop if you do want to learn how to set it up sustainably in the back end it's only nine bucks but the point is just you never know who you're going to meet unless you try so I just recommend trying it out, even if it's just one time. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to do a faux pas here because I thought of a question while you were talking. Oh, please there do. might be people listening. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but I, I want to know if you identify as an introvert or an extrovert doing oh, this activity. Oh, such a good question. I am an introvert. So um, in a that very extroverted world. I thought that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we live in a very extroverted world, but introverts we tend to have to be a lot more mindful with where our energy goes. I'm also, just to give a, um, just a bit of background, like I'm also neurodivergent. I'm also a trauma survivor. There's a lot that impacts my capacity. So I may not always have a ton of spoons to give. So when I say spoons, if you look up spoon theory, (laughs) that will make a lot more sense. But it's particularly for those with uh, chronic illness, but the spoon theory can apply to many contexts. But anyway, I digress. In general, the reason why I talk about sustainable visibility is because I do not have um, super close proximity to privilege in a multitude of ways. And because of that, I've had to learn what works for me and to really examine that and to have conversations about that because not everybody will have that proximity to privilege. So being an introvert, I am a lot more mindful of where my energy goes. That's why I only do one hour. That's why I do it at different times of the month. Because if I'm on my menstrual cycle, I ain't hosting calls. I got to be like with a hot water bottle, (laughs) you know, or if it's a certain time of the moon cycle where a lot of them, like I will never, ever do a cup of ketchup around the full moon because that's a lot of emotional charge. And I'm also a highly sensitive person. I'm an empath. And so I'm very like attuned to other people's um, energy and their auras and things like that. And so like, because I'm aware of all of that, I know that I can move this around as and when, and I've communicated that to my community. Like, look, this is that complete random is to keep it fair, just in case, um, you know, different time zones, all of that stuff. So I think if you were like, again, bring people on board with your decision making, like tell people why you've made that decision. People are a lot more compassionate and understanding or they know why you're doing it. So that's a big overarching <laughs> answer to your question. But yes, I'm an introvert. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I was just kind of thinking somebody might be listening and thinking, well, I'm an introvert, so I can't do this or I don't want to. And and obviously, I don't, we would never say do this if you don't, like, if you're not into mm. it and you don't want to do it, don't do it. But there's ways to do it that match yes. your energy level. So no, you're really good at that, like your own boundaries. So you are amazing. Thank you so much for being here and sharing this brilliant idea with everyone. I can't wait until everybody... Like, I want to hear all the names, like pet names. Like, I want to hear yours is cup of ketchup. Like, when people start doing this mm-hmm. from your $9 workshop, I want to know. 
I would love to hear like what people are coming up with. Like, what do they call it? Yeah. Yes. I, I I have a couple. So shout out to Stacey Coyle, who I believe introduced us. And that's when you joined the co That's when I became more aware of you. So Stacey calls hers as social lemonades. Um, one of my peers, Brie, uh, she calls them bevy and banter. And yeah, there's like lots of like cool names coming up. So feel free to just get creative with that. Yes. And if like, by the time this comes out, I will probably have implemented mine. And the name has not been born yet. So we'll just see what it come what like, happens. Mystery. Like, by the time mystery. Released. <laughs> yeah. Coming yeah. soon. Anyways, yep. this was amazing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you too, Deanna. Want to connect with May Kay? Head over to her website, maykaysang.com. That's M-A-I-K-E-E-T-S-A-N-G.com. You can sign up for her emails and maybe snag a cuppa with her as well. You can also find her on Instagram at maykaysang. And all her links will obviously be in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Big Fun Content. If you like what you heard today... Think about pushing that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, I would love it if you would leave me a review so more people could find me. Wink, wink. And last but not least, if you want to remain in my world and get some really fun emails in your inbox, head over to deannaseymour.com newsletter to join my email list. See you next time.